<laughs> there he, is that Ruben? This is Ruben, the star of this home. And <laughs> he'll only sit with me for a second because he hopes oh, there it goes, there it goes, there it goes. Oh, watch out. oh that's brilliant. I, how are you? Great to finally meet, by the way. Oh, lovely to meet you as well. I am great. I'm so excited to be here. This is so exciting. Now, what's that skeleton in the back? Does that have a name or what? what's the story behind it? A skeleton? What are you talking about? Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's placement. There's a, it's placed there for a reason. I need the story. I, I find that I, I like to do this with a partner, a teammate, if you will, kind of, you know, my comedic teammate that I have to bring with me everywhere I go. Actually, I bought him at like a gas station in October and I couldn't have the heart to put him away. So <laughs> he just moves from room to room in my home. And I just bring him on these because I think it's so hysterical to have him sitting back here. The name has changed many times. Oh, okay. I did a thing like, what should we name him? But um, for right now, he's just Skelly, and he just kind of hangs out. But if anybody has a better name, give him to me. Give him to me, and I will I will put it on a little card with your name on it saying you named him. I'll write your name on him. But uh, he's just my little guy that I like to bring with me. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I, I, had you, I had you sound a little bit low there. That's my bad. But it's all better now. No, that's my, my fault. My fault, not your fault. Obviously. Um. But I think we got a lot. So we can't call him Dan. What? What? We, we, yes. I mean, today, yeah, Dan. You feel that? Feel good? Yeah. He said yes. Or even so. middle name Dan. Hey. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I noticed you love the color yellow as well. Am I? I do. Yeah. I'm. I'm not mistaken. No, you're not. I had a. Uh, <laughs> I was in a mall here in Los Angeles years ago when I first moved and a woman ran up to me and she was so serious and she goes, I'm a psychic and yellow is just reverberating off of you. Right. <laughs> and that, that didn't tell me to wear yellow, but I've always been attracted to that color. And I was, I wasn't even wearing it that day. And I was like, I believe you because I will listen to any psychic. So I was <laughs> like, yes, of course, but I did wear a little yellow today. So Oh, I love it because I love I love your um what do you call them professional photos or headshots with that yeah. yellow background. It just stands out, you know. Just makes you stand out and just has that pop to it. Yeah, yeah I love there's it. A great photographer in Los Angeles. Her name is Leah Huber, and she does. I'll just text her like, "Hey, I have this idea. I have this. I want yellow, bright yellow." And she's like, "Come over, let's do it." So she's great. <laughs> I'm glad you noticed. <laughs> so how have you been how's uh the last you know how was how was it COVID how was this year how's it all uh, been for you it's you know at first it was dark times I was you know as actors or any job that you have to be around people when they're when they're totally stopped you wonder to yourself will I ever work again and if not how will I survive <laughs> Um, really is that the first thing that goes into your head yeah yeah, yeah. well no, first was are my friends and family going to die and then it followed up with me what about me <laughs> but luckily I made it through this whole time kind of unscathed so luckily um and 
this Resident Evil 8 coming out was kind of just this almost like burst of life back into my life where the Resident Evil fans are always so cool and we love to chat and and online and it's been kind of like a lifeline for me to chat with them and see people playing the game and um, because I have such a passion for horror movies in general and the horror genre so it's been really cool to actually become friends with some of the people and hopefully we'll become friends with you and you know, just, we all have a common language that we speak and uh, just kind of enjoy each other. So that's been okay. What about you? Have you been okay, Dan? I've been okay, but we just went back into lockdown here in Australia. So now it's <laughs> it's all happening over again. <laughs> I know, I know, for another seven days and then it got extended. But because um, we had a few things planned with some friends, but looks like nice. they're going to fall through. But we should be right. We should be right after that. Um, I'll send you a skeleton to keep you company. <laughs> lucky, I, lucky I get to talk to amazing people like you, hey? Wow. <laughs> I know, silver line. What? This is going to sound ignorant. What time is it there? It is 7 a.m. 7 a.m. Don't worry. I'm used to it. I'm used to it. Oh, God, I'm sure. Well, no, hopefully you it's, gonna- it's, it's the best way to start your day. It's the best way to start your day. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this will be your favorite interview ever, all right? There's my oh, um that's my promise to you, okay? Well, I asked uh I don't know if you knew this, but Aaron Laplante, who plays the Duke, is one of my best friends and I've known him for 20 years. And I I gave him a little message yesterday and I was like, "What what should I expect?" And he's like, "You're going to have the best time." <laughs> so don't worry, it's so relaxing and just Great. So don't don't be stressed. Two friends hanging out. That's all it is. Hey? And there happens to be a, you know a couple of thousand people as well. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> thousand and one because we got my old. Yeah. Uh, Ari here says, uh, please send my regards from Canada and tell Sarah she's a really talented actor. Scared the shit out of me during Ari seven. <laughs> I mean that's. Truly the best compliment when RE7 came out and I was getting texts from people I have not spoken to in years, just going like, you scared the fucking shit out of me. I don't know if I can swear here. But yeah, yeah, you're all good. Great. You scared the fucking shit out of me. And it was just the greatest pat on the back. I was like, <laughs> like you said, I like yellow and I come off as this sunny person because that's my personality. But yeah. I love her. I love, I'm a Scorpio. So like, I love the dark and the depths and Getting to play a villain was just—I ate up every moment of it. I it was so fun. Must have been so fun. Just the crazy lines, and I don't—I don't need to tell you that you, you just smashed it. I mean, you were—you really scared the shit out of me too. <laughs> so, thank. I don't know. I, I don't know how there's such a contrast between. The character and yourself here today. I don't know. Maybe you just turned into a different being on set or something. Yes, I turned into a different being. But what I think is so great about Marguerite is that she was this nice mom, you know, this sweet figure. So when she comes out and she's saying really nice things, but then she gets into this angry. So you, so she starts out sweet. And I can say that most people who have moms, they're when they say your full name or they come to yell at you. But this mom's body turns into bugs and she kills you. That's the only difference. <laughs> so, so from going from these, you know, really sweet, stern things into 
just pure evil. I mean, we've all kind of experienced it when our mom gets gets mad at us. <laughs> Not that mad, I hope. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know if anyone's told you as well. On the hardest difficulty in the game, your your fight is very tough. I don't know if you've ever got that message, but yeah, a I, lot of yeah, absolutely. And yeah. I actually watched Nicole Tompkins play. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so much fun because I'd seen people play. Um, oh God, where where that character's in the bed? I forgot what the name of the DLC is called, but uh, I'd seen people play that, but I've never sat there with someone playing it, and it was so fun to watch her s- scream <laughs> and be terrified <laughs> of me. But it seemed really difficult. So you're not a gamer, are you? So when it when it comes out, do you go onto YouTube and check out the cutscenes straight away, or what do you do? Yeah, I I love watching people play. So before Twitch, I would I would just you know go on YouTube and watch people play portions. But my I I call myself gamer adjacent because I know my brother is a huge gamer and he's five years older than me, and I spent my entire childhood watching him play video games. So to me, it's a really mm. comforting thing just to kind of sit there and we, I used to watch him play like Contra, all the Mario brothers, Donkey Kong country, like all of those games. Um, and so going into, this is a, much different and a lot scarier, but I, and I also love horror. So watching people play and watching them be like, where's that skinny old bitch. I'm always like, <laughs> yes, <laughs> this was my job. they called me skinny. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> so it's very fun, and I just yeah, I love. So if anybody has moments of them playing Marguerite, I would love to see. So you, you kill me. So you watched it on YouTube the night. What's yeah. your reaction? Are you proud? Are you what? Like walk me through it. So proud. Yeah. So, proud. so cool. And what's interesting is when you're doing the motion capture, the performance capture, and the voiceover you see, and then when you go into the ADR sessions, you do get to see a little bit. So when I, you know, when Marguerite grows those legs Mm. and she's climbing all over the walls, I got to see really like almost sketched animated drawings of that so that you know when to say the lines. So you'll be watching the video, have your microphone and then say the lines. Is it fully rendered at that point or not? not, No, no, not at all. Not fully rendered. And so you kind of get the idea and then they'll bring you to the side and show you how beautiful it's going to look. So to actually see the completed project is just beyond your wildest dreams because you have this idea and you work really hard on your character and you work with the other actors, especially the Baker family, like Jesse Pimentel who played Lucas and Jack Brand who played Jack. We work together a lot. And so to finally see that opening scene where I'm like, Lucas, and he's like going around and we're, and Ethan's waking up in his hands. We did that for days. And to finally see our creepy faces and the final product, it's just, to me, it's so different than when you're doing a film or a commercial or TV, because you kind of get to understand what it's going to look like, but this is a completely different world. So it's just, and people always say like, Marguerite looks nothing like you. And I'm like, I think she looks exactly like me. I see the bone structure is the same. And I'm proud of it. I'm like, okay, we're twins. <laughs> I don't know about yeah. that. But yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that. I, I can't agree with you there. I can't okay, okay. I'm, well, I'm sorry. You <laughs> disagree then, Dan. Ah, <laughs> uh, far out. So, so then you played it on, so you watched Nicole play it on stream recently, didn't you? 
recently. Was, was that your first time going back in a while? Yeah. Yeah. Because really I spoke cool. to Jesse the other day and he's like, I'm very proud of it, but he, but he said he'd love to give it a second crack. He reckons he's yeah. a much better actor now and he'd really be able to go, you know, loosey-goosey. I don't know. He's, he's a character. I love that guy. He is. He reminds me of Rob, like a young Robert De Niro. Like he is every take. And he, I know he says that, but watching him as an actor is so incredible because he, every take is so different, so wildly different mm. and it takes direction so well. So I, one of my trades is I'm an improviser. So I love that. And when he and I would get to go back and forth and they were really great about letting us do the scene a couple of times, exactly how it's written. And then improvise a little bit. Like a lot of Marguerite's lines were written, but like I would add the, the fucking shit cock. Like that's not written. That just came out of my voice. Are you serious? He has a evil soul. Right. And which was really lovely to have that kind of collaborative uh, environment to work in. Because of course I love reading the, the the writers get all the credit, but we, you know, they do allow us to, because we're so immersed in our character, allow us to go a little bit. So Jesse, yeah. Jesse, I would love to see what he'd do now because I, I he, of course he's getting better and better, but he was really good when he did it too. Oh, really. he's, he's, a, he's a star, isn't he? I, yeah. I, see, I see why he was in uh, Village as well. Yeah, so cool. And I remember, um, I don't know if you knew this, but I, on Village, I was a casting associate. Yeah, so I, I became, was going to ask you about that. Mm. Yeah, I became really good friends with the producer, Rosanna Sun, who's just this badass woman in producing. And right after I said, hey, if you have anything, I would love to learn from you. I would love to learn producing. I would love to learn casting. I'd done a little bit of casting in my past, but nothing like this. And she was like, of course, I would love to mentor you. And when when this game came along, you know, very, it was all these NDAs, but I got to see stuff from the very beginning and help find these people that really like built this beautiful game. And this game is a lot different than biohazard, but it still has the same, just essence. essence, this like, you can tell everybody is working at their highest level. Mm. And it was really cool to see them go from, you know, the audition to what happened in gameplay, you know? And then I got to bring in two people that I knew, like Aaron, who is a voiceover artist who is so incredible and has this long IMDB page. And I was like, he needs to audition for this game. And, you know, I, it's like bringing a horse to water and he just ran with it. And my friend Jeanette Moss, who I've also known since high school, and I got to bring her in, audition with her, read with her. And it was just this extremely humbling, beautiful experience to read with these artists and then see the magic they make. Because you know the moment, as someone who's kind of new to being behind the camera on casting, you know the moment. When you're like, that's, that's Lady D. She came in and it was done. It was, you know, and you get so excited because you get to see these characters. You read the lines before and then when they read them, that the character just appears in front of you. So it's so cool. And then like knowing Jesse and him coming in and reading Moreau and knowing it's like this hunchback, terrifying creature and him just to transform. It was just so cool. 
Yeah, he did the voice for us the other day. It's just bizarre. <laughs> it's just bizarre. Did you hear that voice when he when you auditioned him or what? Um. Yeah, oh, yes. Yes, I did. Yes, we did. Well, and it's one of those things too, where a lot of these characters, like, um, for example, for Resident Evil Seven, I came in for different characters, and then they because I'm not a sixty year old woman, so at the audition, he was like, "You, you try this character," and I was grabbed the sides to read Marguerite. So I didn't have I had moments to prepare to go in the room and and attempt to do this character, and they were like, "There she is." So we brought, I believe we brought Jesse in for someone else. And then we were like, hey, try this hunchback. <laughs> and he came in with this voice and this, and he's like really physical actor too. So he's like, I'm here. It's just, <laughs> it, you can't beat it. You can't beat it. That's amazing. I want to talk to you more about that. Someone just quickly asked, I think uh, Julie asked, is, can you say something to, to Julie in the Marguerite voice just quickly? Oh, yeah. Big fan. Yeah. Oh, I love you. Hi, Julie. Uh, Julie, come get these pretties that she has given to me, you fucking shitcock. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I didn't expect that. Julie, you just had your day made far out. Everyone's going off in the chat now. Far out. That's brilliant. <laughs> you haven't lost a beat, have you? <laughs> no, it's always in there. She's always like right behind me. She's well, just ready. <laughs> I tell you what, Louisa in Village, a little bit different of a character. Hey? Oh, <laughs> so much and it was really lovely because uh, not knowing if I was going to be a character in this and then being offered a couple of, of minor characters was really fun and I, I'm also one of the scary dolls. I'm like doll B. I got and to your mother and, is the mother of Paula, yeah, at the end. I just yeah. got to sit on my lap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one of my great friends. So it was so fun to just show up and, and get to play a lot of different characters. And Louisa was wonderful too because Jeanette and I had not – it was truly a gift. Jeanette and I had had – you know, we went to high school together. We – she was a few years older than me and I just looked up to her and saw her in assemblies at school and saw her perform. And I was always like, that is what I want to be able to do. And then we both moved to Los Angeles and we've, we were friends and we've talked all the time, never getting to work together, but always wanting to. And then this came up and had her audition. She books booked it. And then being offer Louisa and getting she was in that that scene in that house and mm. Louisa's house mm. so getting to work with her I think that's why I was meant to do it because I got to work with this friend who's now passed and have that forever in such a big game with such incredible people that help her live on help that live on and it was just we were <laughs> we were there was the mother Miranda chant that we were all saying in a circle, calling Mother Miranda, and I mm. could not memorize it. My brain was just not. There are certain things that my brain's like, nope, not today. And we went in the corner, and I was like, help me, I need to figure this out. And we just held hands in the corner, and we're like, Mother Miranda, like doing this chant over and over again. And so it, it was just really special to have that moment with oh, her. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Super cool. Yes. Something special Marguerite. about it, isn't it? Yeah. That it all came together? Mm. Yeah. It, yeah. It was meant to happen and it was just, 
it was really cool to just be in that room for those few days and get to work with her. And finally, after all this time and kind of, I think it was at the very beginning of the process. So I don't even think she'd filmed anything with the, with the gals, um, Lady D and the, the witches. So it was just her first experience in motion capture and we got to experience it together and, and work together. And it was just, yeah, it was a gift for sure. So for, so for the for the Duke, for the daughters, so you were there for the, the whole process of casting. Yeah. So yeah. You, you weren't the main, you were with someone during that or how did it work? Rosanna Sun. With Rosanna, they, yep. Yes, the okay. main producer. And she, you know, she definitely led the way and I followed her lead, but yep. allowed me to, it was, it was really fun because I got to read with everyone who came in. Um, and that's just a part of auditions. There's always someone reading with you, but I, Rosanna likes to play too. So, uh, she let me play as well. And my favorite character to read for is when we were, uh, I believe it was Duke and Chris Redfield and I got to play the Duke. <laughs> and I was like, let me play the Duke. <laughs> like I just was eating up Do you put Duke. a voice on or do you just read oh, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, in normal auditions, um, in normal auditions, they don't like you to really act too much because they're trying to get the other person. But Rosanna, she's like, this is motion capture. This is theater. This is from your top of your head to the bottom of your toes. Everything is being captured. So you need to fully be immersed. And she likes me to go there. So she let me go there and she'd even come to me and she'd be like, whisper in my ear. She'd be like, uh, go crazy on him this time because I want to see the reaction. And so it was so fun for That's me. That's brilliant. Like, Ethan Winter. <laughs> like job of the heart. I was like, that's who I want to play. That's fantastic. I love yeah, that. Yeah, it was really cool. So you would have seen it, a lot of different guys come in for the Duke and a lot of different women come in yeah. for Lady D. And, but you guys oh, yeah. nailed it, the casting. Yeah. Like seriously, well done, you two. Yeah, it Rosanna, like she knows how to get those performances out of people and really, you know, normally an audition when you go in, it's two minutes. You have your lines, they say it, and she scheduled 15, at least 15 minutes with each actor. Um, and to really allow them, and this was pre-COVID, um, mm, mm. for sure, or really allow them to work try new things. And if she wanted them to stay and read for someone else, she'd be like, go outside and work on this and come back in. And that's such a rarity. And then it also gives you a little example of like how that actor will be on set. Motion capture is weird. It's very technical, but also a huge part of emotion is. And so you're sitting around waiting, but if like something tech wrong happens, you have to start and start over. So it's, it's a great way to figure out who can do it and who can't. Cause a lot of voiceover actors have crazy voices and they're so great, but they can't move their bodies because they're not used to it. They're not used to being like, like think of Jesse, for instance, if he couldn't be like, "Ah," you You got to be able to embody it. Don't you? Yes, hundred percent. Yeah, so. right. That's just oh, I find that crazy because without Aaron as the Duke, it's not the same. I'm telling you, yeah. it's the it's not it's not the same reception to the character. Yeah. I'm telling Absolutely. you right now, and it's the same for for Maggie as Lady D, and you know, even yourself as Louise. It's the same. Yeah. Well, what was really fun is to have people go like, 
was that Marguerite? Like, and I was getting before, like, and the, there was a trailer that was like, are you Louisa? And we have these crazy non-disclosure agreements. And I would just be uh, like. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm not answering that one. Yeah. <laughs> I can't answer you. Yeah. Um, I will say when I got to go in and play one of the dolls, uh, which was so fun. Um, I almost got sick because of the, the intensity. High, oh, the intensity, the, they, and I love what's really cool with motion capture versus regular acting is they're like, okay, you're this tiny doll and you're going to jump and scream in his face and you're going to say all these lines and it's in your head voice. So you're like, <laughs> like these crazy, like, scary places. and I'd be like, I need a minute. <laughs> I am getting migraine. I may pass out but it is worth it and <laughs> very you, fun experience. You need to do more casting, you two, as a tag team because, oh. I mean, I've played a lot of games, as as a lot of people here know, and the cast in this was dead set perfect. Couldn't get yeah. any better, although, you Thank know, you. we'll never know, but you, you know what I mean. You know what I, I mean. don't even yeah, yeah. Let's just say that and straight of thought. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Drive-by commentator here says, the low lighting in the stay out moment is now in my top RE jump scares of all time. Yeah. Do you remember that moment? I believe so. Is that in seven? In seven, yeah. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stay out of here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that will, yeah. That'll get you going. I Uh, I really need to play it in VR because I need to scare myself. Does yeah, that make yeah, sense? Like, yeah, yeah. I, I have had friends who were like, I can't <laughs> I can't look at you anymore. <laughs> that'd be a good that'd be a good YouTube video. I'll do it. I'll Marguerite, do it. Marguerite um can... actor Sarah scares herself in VR, residential seven <laughs> <Yeah>, VR. Because <laughs> <laughs> I you know as much as I love horror, I'm not that great in a haunted house and I feel like that's going to a haunted house like you're fully immersed so i mean we can try it for sure they they nailed the claustrophobic feeling of that game though just yeah i actually found seven more scarier than than village besides the um the beneviento house in village yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, besides that (laughs) the seven just the claustrophobic feeling and just i don't know something about it that just gets you it harkens back to what Resident Evil was in the beginning. And then also that because it happened to this family, that it could happen to anybody kind of. Mm. And best horror movies make me think that I put myself in to the horror movies. So seeing this family change and then you waking up with this, just like almost Texas chainsaw massacre mm. style family, like mm. serving you bugs for dinner. It's just kind of it's metal. And then also, yeah, just terrifying. But I, I, when when we got to see the kind of the first looks a few years ago of the direction they were going and reading, you know, that lichens were involved and yeah. witches, I was just like, people are going to lose their minds. And then oh. getting the, the character breakdowns are always really fun for, for me. And w- what's great about motion capture is that you don't necessarily like when you get lady d she's 10 feet tall you don't need to find someone who's 10 feet tall but you know yeah Yeah, right you can't (laughs) 
Maggie is six feet tall. And so she's so commanding when she walks in. She reminds me of like a Shakespeare theater actor. She commands a room. When that's she what I hear in. about her by everyone. Commanding is yes. the word. Yes. And that's what and you so, needed for that character, didn't you? Oh, so the moment she came in and we got to read these, these scenes together, I would read the Heisenberg, the phone scene with her reading Lady D. You were just like, oh, she gets it. It's a commanding commanding performance so yeah it's just really cool to that these people don't need to look like the characters and especially with like the old hag we have these 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 older women coming in these seasoned actors and it was just so cool and when carol stanzioni read for the hag we when she left the room rosanna and i were like Ah, like, like, yes, 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 yes. She was so freaking good. You knew instantly so that was it? Instantly. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Absolutely. And then, then you hope because you have to send the auditions, you're taping the auditions, you send them to the the producers and they, uh, and the director, they get to choose. They have to hoping. be the final, yeah. Yes, you're hoping and, you you know, you give your suggestions. You're like, this person took direction well, this person, blah, blah, blah. So it was really cool to when they, they chose all the people we liked the best. Oh, really? So, yeah. yeah. So do you give them three options or how many options well, do you usually yeah, give? Yeah, usually there's, there's three-ish options. Yeah. Um, for the daughters, it was a bigger group. Um, yeah. Just kind of a few, at, like a big chunk of gals that we were like, see which ones work for you. Um, but, yeah, usually around three-ish. Three-ish. Depending on what. Give or take. Yeah. Give or take. So in the in the behind-the-scenes sort of art of the game, there's a character called Ada Wong. Do you ever remember anything about that character? Was that ever going to be? No, it doesn't ring. Does it ring a bell? No, it doesn't ring a bell. No? It doesn't. Okay. No, it's just, I just wanted to no, no, no. I just wanted to ask you just in case because yeah. a few people mentioned it. Um, Jericho here says, "How long did it take you to nail Marguerite's accent?" And I know you did do you did do a day of training, didn't you? We did. Yeah. We had a really cool uh, vocal coach come in because we weren't sure where in the South it was, but it was Louisiana, and so there's different dialects there. Mm. Um, I went to grad school for theater, <laughs> so I had done a lot of uh, accent work in my life, and so it was. Um, but have you done Australian? No, and it's hard. For me. It's really one of the hardest ones because it I is. love it. It is yeah. so hard, yeah, and I'm not even going to attempt to. Sorry, right, I'm not going to make you go for it. It's all good. And Nicole, Nicole tried it. And she actually wasn't bad with a bit of refining. She she would go all right. But no one else is dead to try it. No one else is dead to try it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. That's not bad. That's not bad. bad. I just copy you. I'm a good Not bad, mate. Uh, not bad, mate. Mate. <laughs> you gotta okay. you gotta watch you can't slip into British. That's, that's where, where it goes. Go. That's where it goes wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I'll work on it and I'll get back to you and I will have a flawless yeah. Australian accent. Um <laughs> But Marguerite, yeah, it, it it kind of fell into place, which was nice, um, quickly. And especially working with, you know, three or four other actors who are using that accent. And then you kind of stay in it when you're working. So you stay and, and you just kind of keep it and then and then it 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 uh sticks with you. I would come home sometimes and my husband would be like, 
are we still working on, are we still doing the accent? And I'm like, no, I'm just going to keep, you're <laughs> embarrassing me. Um, but yeah, it, it wasn't that difficult. I, I really, I really thrive in that horrific Southern accent. <laughs> does your, does your husband know about the gaming world? Is he in that world or not? Um, not as much as I am. Um, okay. So he didn't know, yeah. did he know the scope of Resident Evil or not? You had to tell him. So, so he works in advertising. And so he understands when it comes out, what it means. Mm. And he'll watch the videos with me and, or he'll find something and then send it to me and that kind of thing. But he's, oh, yeah, yeah. he's fully in, but my, like I was saying earlier, my brother, brother. Yeah. like, oh my God. <laughs> and it was so hard not to tell him. Because I don't know if you've heard this yet, but I didn't know what game I was working on for two years. Jesse said the same thing. <laughs> Jesse and I, and you know what? Then one day, I believe it was Paula, figured it out. And someone said, you're correct. But I don't think uh, Jesse and I were there. And so then uh, it went on later. No. Someone brought it up and we were like, what? Uh, no one called no. us. Uh, but it it made it more fun to, uh, and I think it, it's a testament to the actors because we we know the story and there's no pressure for what it is. So we knew we were this family who was effect, infected with something and that's it. So we worked on the relationship with each other as family members instead of being like, we have to live up to the Resident Evil like franchise. So we, yeah, which was pretty exciting. Even even Katie said for for Village, she said she thought her character was dead for a little bit there because she missed the table read. Yeah, because she was at her sister's wedding or something. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, table yeah. Reading. so she didn't know that she wasn't actually <laughs> dead. Oh man! Well, they kind of don't tell you. They don't they, tell you anything, do they? No, no, no. Which is which is good, but there are so many non disclosure agreements. Like you can't even that you truly you're not supposed to even tell people you live with like you can't email about it there's code names there's you know uh, crazy amounts of secrecy but it's it's because things have happened in the past where a little bit of information has gotten out and they've canned the whole project mm. so started and information was released and then they stopped and restarted again so as actors, you don't want that to happen. So you were like, I am not killing freaking No, it's soul. for your best interest, yeah. Um, but also so. gamers are very switched on and they sort of, they'll piece together anything, you know. What I mean? They are detectives. Like they if, are. You know, people people look at Katie's Instagram, she's following new actors and say, oh, they'll be in the next, you know. It's really crazy right? stuff, yeah. Oh, yeah, people will do that to me. They'll be like, hey, are you this? Are you what's happening? And I saw this thing on this other thing, and we're going to tell the thing. And, like, for a while, people were like, wait, are you Lady D? And I was like, I, I, there are no words. I, Again, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. me from people. That's what Jeff said. He said he just doesn't respond. It's easier to so you won't get in trouble, Jeff Shine. Oh, uh, yeah, Jeff Shine. Is, he is like a like a handsome Disney pilot. Like, he is. <laughs> <laughs> like he's, oh, so, yeah. he's he reminds me of like an action star from the 90s i i 100 agree yeah. freaking cool and so talented but then just like 
wearing a leather jacket. Like just he's just, like a, he's just sort of he's just cool. He doesn't care. I don't know. There's some, some no. vibe. Yeah. There's just and that is what <laughs> I am the opposite of that. So what are just I'm like, wow, like, <laughs> like the uh, raddest person ever. But yeah, that's Jeff. <laughs> Uh, uh, Daniel here says, hey, Sarah, who would win in a fight, Marguerite or Moreau? Oh, Marguerite. Are you kidding? <laughs> Moreau's a softie, Marguerite. Unless Marguerite was, like, coming back to being the normal human she is. Yeah. But when those bugs – see, she has things that help her, which are her pretties, that her pretties are going to come out and they're going to eat Moreau right away. Done. I agree. Thank you. Moreau's too much of a softy. He's think. such a softy. Yeah. He's so sweet. It's like Quasimodo, like <laughs> just wanting to help. He doesn't want to hurt any of the women either, I don't think. No, so you'd just like you'd that. rip him to shreds. Oh, in a heartbeat. <laughs> I want to hurt him. So that would be <laughs> would be my pleasure. <laughs> uh, the amount of people here saying he's not eating Jack. I mean, it's unbelievable. Oh, that must he's be not eating it, Jack. That must he's be not that- eating it. Is that your most requested line that you hear or what? Um, One of. Surprisingly, it is you fucking shit cock. Oh. (laughs) How could it not be that? Yeah. How could it not be you fucking shit cock? (laughs) Um, He's, uh, or, oh, Lucas, or uh, Raz and Chan, sleepyhead, it's time for supper. That's the one. I need that as my um, alarm. Wake up a lot. Yeah, like, and then you know what would be great if it got meaner and meaner as you didn't yeah. set it off. It would start off really sweet. Raz and Hat, Raz and Shine, Sleepyhead, it's time for supper too. Raz and Shine, Sleepyhead, it's time for supper. <laughs> she still lives in there. I'll He's never good. get, I'm going to have to play that game again now after this. It's just too good. It's too good. Uh, another one. What are y'all doing out, out of your bee? Is that one? Or am I wrong? Uh, what are y'all yeah. doing oh, out of your bee? What are y'all doing out of your bed? I think bed, it's that. bed, sorry. Yeah. What are you doing yeah. out of your bed? Yeah, that's it, right. It was so, that day was really great um, shooting that because I had just watched Misery with Kath, Kath, Kathy Bates. Oh, yeah. And I thought about her a lot with Marguerite because she was so sweet in the beginning and then turned on a dime um, to complete evil. And so I really kind of look to that for inspiration, especially with that DLC, because she's coming in, she's bringing him sweet things. And if something's messed up, she's going to scream in his face and then murder him. So it's the two are hand in hand. It was pretty cool. Now, now ask, just, just tell me this, right? So, Resident Evil 8, 8 Village has come out and it's huge success. I mean, I think it's near 5 million copies now sold, massive amount, and, you know, you were in it, you helped with the casting. So it's a no-brainer, in my opinion. We get you back for nine in some capacity yeah. for casting and, and to be in it, main villain or villain, whatever. You're down, mm-hmm. aren't you? You Sign I'm me up. Down. Oh, my God, in a heartbeat. And I will not. I won't be able to tell you if or when that would happen for two or three no, years. No, yeah, no, yeah, no, it's all right. I know. And especially the guys in Japan, I it was such a privilege to work with them. And eight or seven was a little different because they were down here a lot, working directly with us. And um, eight, 
some of it was filmed during COVID, some not. So it was, it was, they weren't with us as much, but it, it was just such a privilege working with them and how much they love the game and how much, how passionate they are about it. Even if there's a language barrier, it's just, I would work with Capcom if they asked me to do anything because they are great. They switched on, aren't they? Yeah, truly. Uh, Phoebe, uh, hey, Sarah, I'm that Marguerite cosplayer you spoke to a little while ago. I just want to tell you. so good. You have to find her. Phoebe McFadden. Perfect. Is it? Yeah, I haven't seen it. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, I just wanted to tell you I'm working on cosplaying the entire Baker family and just have Lucas to go now. That's pretty cool. Some of the, and like the cosplays for Resident Evil are amazing. In my mind, I was like, who would want to do like a 60 year old woman who turned, whose vagina turns into bugs, but people do. And it's so awesome. And it makes my heart burst. And <laughs> you know, you don't think that is, Freddy Krueger fingers. But when she, came up on my Instagram, I was like, this is perfection. It was to the T, the makeup, the dress was perfect, everything. She had the lantern. It was just. uh, And four years later, the game's four years old now. Yeah, it's still got such a big fan base, which is great as well. Really cool. So, yes, if there's a nine, I will weasel my way into it at some, some way. I'm like, you're putting me in it. I don't care. Who I am. <laughs> keep keep your messages coming, guys. Great questions. Uh, the Bashful Sparrow. Sarah's character was so creepy. The level of creep was wrong, nasty, and beyond disturbing. Literal flies flying out of her snatch is a messed up concept. Thank you. <laughs> That's all compliments <laughs> for me. <laughs> Truly. Like, if I were to die, I would put that on my headstone. <laughs> <laughs> This was wrong. It was disgusting. And I'd be like, yeah. I could rest in peace. <laughs> uh, Skeletor, Marguerite is the second most disgusting and Moreau is the first, in my opinion. Okay. You know, Moreau is really, really gross. And I love it. <laughs> I love it. It's just perfect. It's so, and that's why Jesse and I are such good friends. Because obviously we give off a vibe of like, make us disgusting and we will love it. <laughs> Well, so when you were casting that, when you were helping with that process, the different reads for that character must have been wild. Like there wouldn't have been like Jesse's interpretation. Other mm-hmm. other people would have done something different, yeah? Like yes, it- they were all wildly different. We did mm. have some people come in that were pretty close to getting cast as well. Really? Because we yeah. had great, like with Moreau, you need someone – who is great at taking direction, who is great with physicality. And so we had a couple guys come in that really did some creepy stuff, but nobody did creepy like Jesse, you know, it just, he went there to a place that you didn't even expect it to go and really surprised the director and surprised myself and Rosanna. Cause it was weird. And I loved it. I was like, yes, just go do it. Alyssa says, Sarah, who's your favorite character in village? Um, ooh. Besides your own. <laughs> that dies quickly. <laughs> Who also is an old woman again? I'm like, give me somebody hot. <laughs> I'm like, uh, 
Next, um, uh, Resi you know, Nine, they're going to look after you. Yeah, Resi Nine is going to be this, this busty, beautiful blonde. <laughs> but what does she turn into? How does, is there any mutation or she's just hot? That's it. Nothing. She's just hot. She's just no, hot. Just kidding. <laughs> no, she turns into like something even hotter. <laughs> and her hotness just makes you explode into flames. She's just like, <laughs> okay, I, I love it. <laughs> I like it. Uh, Pitching this to Capcom today. Um, (laughs) I'm a really big fan of from the beginning Mm. of seeing this character in, because it's really cool. They send you the character breakdowns Mm. and you kind of get what, what happens to them a little bit, their power. And that's how then you decide like who should read for what I was love Angie, the doll. But that was the coolest character and what they weren't sure it at first like was it going to be just one person that would play both the body and the doll mm. or if it was going to separate and do two um and i brought my friend andy norris who plays the body i forgot the name of that character donna um, yeah yes donna um apologies she is a creature actor a cr- like a motion capture mm. creature actor and i've known her from seattle and when they said we need someone who's great at physical work, I was like, she is beyond. There's no one better. Like if you were to be like, hey, pretend you're the girl from the ring on this Zoom and crawl through my computer, she would crawl through the computer and you would be terrified. She'd be like, oh, and yeah. it's just people, she's so talented. So, and then there's uh, Paula Rhodes who does the scariest little kid voices in the game. Like she she's, is. Like, she's got a gift, that woman. I mean, how does oh, she do it? it? It just exists in her and it's so cool and so creepy. And <laughs> you probably saw the behind the scenes footage of Paula like wobbling like the doll. Like It made me laugh, but it's also like that is freaking talent and that is so cool. So I would say those two characters are my favorite in Village mm. and they're kind of a, a package group yeah. and then the, the uh the fan art from those two characters is so cool oh. people are really like grasping onto them and it's just awesome amazing fan art out of this game oh my god amazing unbelievable the fantasy, it just lends itself to these like extremely beautiful i've seen so many cool cosplays and and like mm-hmm. paintings and it's just really awesome yeah, and I've seen same for Resi Seven. I saw some incredible, mm-hmm. incredible art for that game as well. The um, only time in my career I've been on a billboard was in uh, Resident Evil Seven, and it was Marguerite, and they're at the table. And I was you, like, did you take me. a photo with? with you, yeah, you had to. In front of it, I was like, yes. Yeah, that's awesome. It's all happening. That's a pinch me moment. Even though it's a character, it's still cool. Like it's still, it's still so cool because you know, once again, we didn't know what the game was. And as someone like I've gone to Comic Cons, I was on a show called Z Nation, yeah, Hi uh, Fi Network, and uh, you know, you is that still going? See... By the way, sorry to cut you off. No, we're done. It we're was done. five seasons. Okay, yeah, 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 but it's on Netflix. If anybody wants to okay. watch, yeah, it. I do want to watch it. I do. Yeah, I give birth to myself. <laughs> okay, okay. Now I'm interested even more. <laughs> I give birth to myself. Wow, that's a concept. So proud. <laughs> Shit, that's really intriguing. Um, it's it's like a comedic Walking Dead. Oh, it's, okay, nice. Like Walking Dead, and they know what zombies are in this world. Yeah, and, okay, cool. Yeah, 
it's just super silly. It's by the same people who did Sharknado. Oh, nice. Movies. Yeah, okay. Well, that's so cool. That's cool. Vibe. It's it's quite funny. just off the wall crazy sort of stuff or what? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like like a wheel of cheese in Wisconsin that rolls over zombies, and it's just rolling through the whole five seasons. <laughs> like, no way, really. <laughs> yeah, it's just. Oh my god! Forever. That's fun. That's uh, fun. Yeah, it's really, it's very, it's a very weird show, but I recommend everyone watch it. But through that, I got to go to a lot of comic cons, and I remember the when Resident Evil, like the whispers of it, and I was like, I'm mm. in that. Like, <laughs> I didn't realize that it was the fan base was so cool, and people like I know you talked to Aaron, who's been playing the game for his entire life and to then be able to like that mm. felt really cool he did a video on instagram where he was watching himself as the duke as the duke he, yeah yeah he almost got tears in his eyes and he was like i've been a part of this community for 25 years 25 years and now i get to be a part of it forever it was just really it kind of brought tears to my eyes too because i was like this is so cool like well, it brought tears to my eyes because he's like, when I had him on, he's like, you're the first person that's reached out to talk to me, you know, because of this character. It's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Like, it's just bizarre. And like I said earlier with Aaron, he is not, this is not new for him. He's been a voiceover actor for that's years. That's what I mean, yeah. He's, he's a professional. Like cool stuff. Mm. And so it's great to, like, I brought him in, but he's, just a star and so funny. And we I've known it since we took French class together when we were 16. Like he would yeah. just do voices, kooky characters, and it was just so awesome. So I love that these fans have embraced him like they embraced me in RE7. And then, you know, my smaller parts in this, it was so nice to be like, I'm back. And it's like a big group hug of horror fans. By the way, you are doing a signing today, aren't you? You're, I am. Uh, at five? Um, I'm doing it at five yep. uh, on my Instagram. So just stop by. I'll do some creepy voices and sign some pictures of my face. On your IG? <laughs> yeah, my IG. Cool, cool. And then tomorrow we're all going over to Paula's house for the cast reunion. Which That's going to be fun. I'm tuning into that. <laughs> right? A bunch of us. How is that going to um, work? Like, how are you going to fit all in the frame? You don't know? We <laughs> <laughs> watched... What I call the most chaotic Instagram live of all time, which was me, Katie, and Paula. Paula, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, we, were, we made creepy cocktails. We oh, made that was brilliant. Thanks. And, and it just was pure chaos. And it was just three of us. And I think it's going to be like seven, eight, nine, ten of us. So I don't know, Dan, how it's going to go. And, and Jesse and, she- uh, Jesse and uh, Jeff and a few others were going to, Zoom in and or Neil, something. Yeah. Neil Newbon is going to come and Neil, in too. Yeah, yeah. We're going to zoom right? in or something? I don't know. I don't so, know. Oh, yeah. It's happening on Nicole's Twitch. So she's the oh, tech okay, okay. So I'm sure she will be able to set it up appropriately <laughs> instead of my Instagram, which I just put my phone up and I was like, this is good. And we were just like, Wah. yeah. yeah so yeah. I assume. So I'm are you assuming- signing stuff that day or are you just hanging out? Um, I do. Well, Capcom gave us a bunch of um, merch to give away. So I believe there's, if you go to Nicole's page or Paula's, 
there's a bunch of cool stuff that we're going to be giving away. I believe we are going to have big posters. I will probably sign stuff because um, we just kind of wanted to do this too, which was like, thank you guys for making it so fun for us um, as well and liking the game so much and chatting with us and becoming our friends on the internet. And so we just have like giveaways and and it'll be, it'll be a silly fun time. That'd be crazy. Yeah. Be crazy. But I'll, we'll be tuning in. Um, right. Thank you, a shrimp shark for that. I appreciate it. Violet Marguerite is my favorite in the whole cast of RE. Can't believe my favorite line by her. I improvise. Are you able ah. to say something to my bro, Lewis? In the voice, thanks so much. I love you. So say something to Lewis. <clears throat> yeah, in the Marguerite voice, if you could. Oh yeah, um, Lewis, eat your supper, you fucking shit cock. <laughs> it's so inappropriate. I, I hope he's over eighteen. I, I told. <laughs> I hope he's older. Imagine if he was five. <laughs> Can you imagine? Can you imagine if he's only a youngin? Oh man, that's so funny. Everyone's laughing. Everyone's no, laughing. I don't know. It could be a kid. I'm sorry. Oh. No, I'm not. I'm not sorry. Um, I'd, uh, I'd, I'd be happy. I'd be happy. I mean, he deserves it. <laughs> a sweet fan reached out to me a while ago and asked me to do the gps driving directions for his gps and at first i was like he was like i'll pay you and i said you know donate to a charity these are the ones i like and i had a little time off and i did his driving directions where i was like turn left you shit cock are you serious <laughs> that's awesome so it wasn't very so there is one person in this world that has my driving directions doing the marguerite voice that is insane <laughs> It was very sweet. I love that. I love that. We had a great donation to the Trevor Project. So that it makes driving very, very stressful. Stressful for me. Yeah, I was like, well, you ask for it. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Canna, my God, Sarah, I'd never felt so terrified of any character like Marguerite. Incredible. She was psychotic when she was so kind and generous as well. Nice job. Thank you. That means Canna. a lot. I did a little before this interview, I went back and watched a little bit of her and some of those things. I was like, yeah, she is psychotic running at the people and just all of her crazy lines. So it felt really, it makes me feel very good that you think that. Thank you. <laughs> Palumbra. Hi, Sarah. Could you please say Marguerite's phrase? Where do you think you're going? Greetings from Argentina. You are beautiful. Oh, you're beautiful. Um, yeah, let's do it. Uh, where do you think you're going? <laughs> and then she'll be like, "Come have some supper, Dan Allen." Did you? Did you get? Did, did you get much uh, backstory for her, or was it? Did you fill in the pieces? Because she is a nice woman. Like the the family were a nice family, weren't they? Before all this shit yeah. hit the fan. We got a little backstory, yeah. um, but but they really let us kind of 
sit with the other actors and say, what is your relationship? Um, like, do I want Lucas to move out? Does he live, does he work for us? You know, that kind of stuff. Like what is the relationship to um, the rest of the family? Because I think having the family have this relationship was really important um, mm. to then tell the rest of the story. Like that, like if we didn't seem like a family, then I don't think it would have worked as well. And so, yeah. And um, I worked with Jack Brand a lot to be like, what is our relationship as husband and wife? And, uh, you know, are we happy together? That kind of stuff. And he's so funny. Did you know that he has a band? Yeah, yeah, Jack, I did. Jack Brand band? Yeah, <laughs> I do. But he's not acting anymore, is he? Uh, a little bit. He, he is? Okay. I think a little bit he, but, but his band is his passion. And it was always so funny because he would have gigs, but we would be doing ADR in the morning and we didn't know, like he had them separate his monster lines, his like mutated lines that, so they weren't on the days of his gigs because you wouldn't be able to talk the next day. You really wouldn't. And it was, you know, you're doing it three, four, five hours of just screaming, using your throat voice and your chest voice. And the next day I would just be, I would be tea with lemon and be like, I need a little break oh. because you give so much. Yeah. And you don't oh, yeah. know you get in there. You're like, okay, your character, we need you to, cl you're climbing on the wall and then you're going to jump down. <laughs> You've never experienced that before. And you're How like, do you do that? Yeah. <laughs> okay. And then you're, you know, you're being patched in with the guys in Japan and they keep saying louder, bigger, scarier, scarier. And so you're just like, <laughs> look at that. You're, peak and you want to do your best so jack would like pull me aside and he was like i'm gonna lose my voice for so, the show so even the capcom devs in, in uh, japan are actually signing off on the english some of the english stuff as well oh absolutely wow, absolutely there you go and what was really fun is if i wasn't getting a line the way that they wanted it exactly um, they wanted, you know, me to punch up a different word. They would do the line in Japanese, but with the intonation that I needed. And then wow. it would the translator would then translate it to me. And then I would give them what they want. So it was always like a That's couple cool. seconds, but it was always so cool to give them what they want because they were so excited about it and so terrified of us. And it really made me feel good to be like, I'm so glad I terrified you the way you wanted me to. <laughs> oh, yeah, we've said it. We've said it before. We'll say it again. You were a psychotic, crazy <gasps> son of a bitch. But oh, the best, thank you. best part the world. of the world. <laughs> uh, Michael says, "Sorry if this has been asked, but was the mocap for RE7 similar to eight? Yeah, it absolutely. Was? Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if we use the same volume. That's what that, like the area mm. that you is called, but um, very similar in the sense of, you know, you put on the suit um, and they said, it's so, it's so fun. I wish I could go in depth and tell you guys, like, I don't have the technology, but from my experience mm. as an actor, it's, it's so cool to, you know, they set up the room, like the kitchen scene with Marguerite. They're like, this line on the floor is the counter. <laughs> like this, yeah, yeah, yeah. this weird spoon with this thing on it is your spoon that you're going to throw food in Ethan's face. So it's, it's almost like playing make-believe 
even bigger than you do on a set when you have the props. It's always, it's so fun to kind of just allow your imagination to go wild. And then later it looks nothing like what the incredible animators do, but yeah, it, 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 they were very, very similar sets to be on in that sense for sure. But, but seven was your first mocap, wasn't it? Yeah, it was ever, ever. So I kind of, it was a crash course in, I was a theater actor before, so I had, I understood that you need to play a lot bigger in mocap versus film. Um, but then right after I did Resident Evil 7 um, with kind of the same crew, they did Barbie and I played a 16 year old uh, best friend of, of, of Barbie named Harper. So, and what was funny is similar people were like transferring the data and they had no clue that those were the two same actors. They were like, no way. When Rosanna told them, she was like, oh yeah, that's the same as Marguerite. And they were like, no. That's a compliment. That's it a felt really good. It felt really good to be like <laughs> a 60 year old woman whose vagina turns into bugs and then a blue haired 16 year old teen that likes lizards, you know? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, you nailed it, didn't you? Thanks. How's yeah. Ruben going? Oh, he's. Hanging in there? He's just taking a quick sleep. Just a quick, quick nap. <laughs> um, yeah, he, uh, he, this is my audition room where I do all my auditions, but he just follows me around, takes a quick nap. He's my best friend. How many, how many walks does he need per day? So two, we take him on two walks, but we have a backyard. We just moved into a house. I've never lived in my own house before. So it's really cool that Congrats. we have, we, thanks. So it's really it's a, an adult thing. I was like, good job, me. Um, but we just let him out in the backyard and he is, he's a diva. He's a diva for sure. Mm. And uh, truly has insane separation anxiety. So if you see me, you know, he is inches from me at all times. It's the same as mine. It's the same. I've got a golden retriever. She's latches onto me, you know. Sweet Just, doggo. Yeah, yeah. Just love him. What's her name? Winter. Winter. <laughs> I love her. I have to see pictures of her. I'm such a dog person. Uh, yeah. I went can... to a psychic once and my my friend bought me a, a like a psychic reading. And I was like, okay. And she said that Ruben and I have lived many lives together. Oh, that's cool. And then normally he takes care of me. And I was like, well, I didn't need a psychic to tell me that because I already knew it. <laughs> from our connection <laughs> yeah i'm a i'm a dog dog man for sure yeah There's no doubt. they're just beautiful aren't they no they're too good for us we don't deserve their sweetness <laughs> they, oh and if anybody watching like just wants to show me pictures of their dog on twitter <laughs> please do it and then just give me the name and i'll just go like beep, 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 beep. <laughs> it's, my it's my favorite thing now talk to me about because you said you're a horror fan Give me some yeah. of your give me some of your favorite horrors off the bat. Of course. Um The Descent. Ooh, Have you seen The Descent? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh female driven mm. horror movie. It, it's just one of my favorite. I watch it every year. Um, my favorite horror movie, which was the first one I rented every weekend at Blockbuster, was the It miniseries with Tim Curry. Oh yeah, uh, that'll that'll Scow you as a kid. <laughs> I loved it. And I would rent it every weekend. And I was really happy with chapter one, the remake, chapter one. Wasn't as happy with chapter two. Was, two was, oh, two really let me down. 
Sarah. And one was funny, really good. One was so good. And Aaron LaPlante and I went and saw it together in the theater because we used to talk about it. Wow. Kids all the time. So we said, I have the funniest video of you that I will send you of Aaron just being so excited. He's just kicking his leg in the theater. He's just like, Wee! <laughs> and there was one scene in the, in the theater that he just stood up because he was so excited. Oh, and he's cool. a hard stand, six five. So people were like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what is this guy? Uh, love seeing movies with him. Yeah. Um, so he and I are big horror movie fans. Um, so we talk about horror all the time. What else do I love? Um, oh, I loved Hereditary. Oh, really wasn't that a harrowing loved. experience, eh? That was... Disturbing, but just... Disturbing. Yeah. And in the theater, I've never done this, mm. where I I stood up. There was the scene, I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but it's been out forever, so watch it if you haven't seen it. But the the when they go by the light pole and... Oh, what? I couldn't believe I that. I was shocked. Stood up. I didn't expect that, that's for sure. Oh, no, oh like, man. Oh, that's out of left field, yeah. So out of left field. I was like, what am I watching? <laughs> but I loved it and would watch it again. Um, Have you yeah, seen so his other work? I think, was it was it Midsummer? Midsummer, yeah. yeah. I loved that one too. Oh. I actually bought the A24 scripts so I could read them. So you can buy like their bound scripts of hereditary and uh, midsummer and you can read the that's scripts. cool there's pictures and stuff and um midsummer is funny because i'm always like good for her <laughs> that's why i left the movie and i was like you did the right thing <laughs> oh, i found that i found that movie so hard to watch some certain scenes oh. that you will know oh the jumping, the jumping off the thing just, which you yeah just that and was- there's a certain scene um with the with her boyfriend and some women and just I just found the whole thing so creepy. It was, yeah, it was because it was real life creepy as well as mm. horror creepy. It was bringing in like psychology of human behavior mixed with horror, and I was like, and it was in the daytime. Crazy. There was something about that that made it freaky as well. You know, it made it even scarier because you were like, "This could happen to me," and now I'm never going on a vacation with my friends because they made it so marmy. <laughs> I tried to find for my husband a. Uh, they have they had a Christmas ornament was that was the Midsummer Bear in a cage. Oh, really? <laughs> that is so creepy that I was gonna like put it on the tree and be like, ah, like this is for you." <laughs> they were sold out everywhere. Now you were in a you were in a couple of horrors. The par- was it the parish was one. Parish was. Uh, it's interesting. Um, my so I'm from Seattle, Washington originally, so mm. north of California. And uh, I there's a beautiful. That's where I went to college. There's a beautiful film community there, and I was asked to be in. Uh, my friends were producing and and wrote a horror movie, and I have I call myself the the real villain of the movie because I I'm the realtor who sells the haunted house to the people. <laughs> oh, yeah, so, so it's kind of like the comedic uh I'm the comedic relief in the movie, but then I oh, also okay. think about it. I'm the, You're true the real villain. villain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I sell the haunted house to the people. <laughs> uh, Which, uh, is that a creepy yeah. movie? Would I be scared you know, or what? Uh, it's, it's an interesting movie. It's a psychological thriller a little bit. Uh, okay. It's mm. a little creepy. Oh, it's kind of like, it, it, 
the main horror is grief and what grief can do to you and how it manifests in the main character. Do you know one I recommend for you? A24, St. Maud. I don't know if you've seen it. No. Yeah. Oh. St. Maud? St. Maud. St. Maud. I need, you, you need to watch this, Sarah. You're going to be – it is – it's the same feeling after Midsummer Hereditary. Just you know, just you can't wipe it off you for a few days. Love that, that feeling. <laughs> it's, it's just creepy. Oh, right after just... my my streamily signing, I'm gonna be like. Boop, boop, boop. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and watch Conjuring Three tonight because I know that Ooh. that dropped as well. Um, the devil made me do it. Yes, that's another one it. on my list as well. I'll give you a couple more because I know you're a very busy woman, woman, and I know that uh, you've got a lovely signing coming up, which everyone here should join and get a print. You. What prints you have you got? Um, I have one of just Marguerite. Beautiful. I have one of Marguerite, me, and Ruben. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. I love that. That's <laughs> and brilliant. then one of me and Marguerite. But, you know, I I know what the people want. And what the people want is Reuben wrinkles. So, so when you know that you're not the star of your home and there is another being that is really the star, you just shine the light right on it. <laughs> so he, you're just a small little piece of the mm. print and he's blown up, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. he's the one people want to see and I get it. <laughs> uh, Mikey says, firstly, you are a great actress, Sarah. Love your work. I'm curious what it was like to work with the voice actress for Mia, Katie. She seems like a fun person to be around. Any funny stories between you two? Oh, my God. Katie is She's a firecracker. Oh, she's a firecracker. She's incredibly kind. She's so talented. And she is another one like Andy who just has such control over her facial expressions and body movements that she can get so scary. So she, she can do like these zombie moves that I believe she did more in the mm. first in Google seven that are so scary. Um, <laughs> a funny thing is resident evil seven, I believe was both of our first experience. First game, capture. first mocap. Yes. Yep. And we had to do under the crawl space in the house where I'm grabbing at Mia under the crawl space. And so they, they, what they do is they set up, like, you can't go, like, they'll set up a thing that you actually have to duck underneath. Oh, okay, so yeah, yeah. Just, like, tape or something that you have to duck underneath. So you know, yep. Yes. And so she's laying on a, a pad, and someone's going to help me pretend to pull her to get, like, get her from under this crawl space. And, but we're also both wearing motion capture hats with the, they're probably not called hats, helmets, helmets with a yeah. on the front. Mm. And she, we're doing this scene, and she just kicks my camera right off my face. <laughs> and her and I both stare at each other, and we're like, are we going to get Oh, fired? no. Oh, I know. It's not funny yeah. at that point, is it? Is it? Or no. no. Oh, my God. No. Now we can laugh at it, but we both started You're mortified. part of our body and we're like ducking to hide. Luckily, we only like, she only like moved like a something on the actual, that holds the camera. So the camera wasn't injured at all, but we were both, because we're both big actors. We like to 
be big. And so I was grabbing her and she was kicking her feet because the camera can see everything. And then she kicked it into my face. And we just both froze like, oh my God. <laughs> but like every time I got to work with her, it was just a privilege and she's so fun. And we kind of become this family because there's a lot of downtime. So you just sit with these people who are so talented and they become your friends and then, you know, and then you support projects they do later and you just, mm. it's great. It's great. And not every set is like that. I've been on places where I will never speak to those people again. I will never tell you what, really? you know, yeah. Some, but why, some why are they like that, Sarah? Why, why, why can't it just be, you know? I don't know. And I feel I've been really lucky. And there's a few times where I've been like, well, that's, We'll never speak again, but for the most part, and you know, you get on a set, people are happy to be there. They, I just feel like some people feel they're too big for certain projects. So when they get on set, they just want it to be over. And then there's people like Katie and myself and basically everybody on Resident Evil, we felt lucky to be there and we felt lucky to be a part of this project. And we wanted to put everything we had into it to make it as cool as possible because we know the impact it has, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And some people show up and they're like, it's a job. I don't care. But for us, it's like, it's an experience and we want to cherish every moment of it. So, and you know that, like, and you can tell. That's where you get the best performances, in my opinion. Anyway, yeah. When you're passionate about it. We want to do it again and make it better. And Mm. we'll be like, can I have one more take? Because I want to try it again and make it the best it can be. So... So in a perfect world, will you want to do more video game stuff or more casting, more on camera? What? Um, I, you know, the casting thing was just kind of. A one-off? No, I would love to do a little more that in the video game world, I think it would be fun. But, um, you know, I would love to do more horror movies. Uh, It was sad. I had a couple of things coming up right when uh, COVID hit. So I they're still kind of on hold and I'm waiting for them. We're kind of opening up again. So I'm getting like emails that are like, it's going to happen. So hopefully those nice. things will happen. Um, I, I just like the entertainment business in a whole, especially if you're working with people you like. Um, so yeah. I liked learning producing and casting because at some point I'd like to do my own project. Yeah. You know, I'd love to do my own horror movie and then be able to, you know, as actors, sometimes they feel like you're waiting around for your next project. I want to create my next project so that I can be like, you're in it, you're in it, you're talented, you're in it, you're in it, you know, and because I love horror and I want to share and experience that with people that I like. So, yeah. So A24 horror, you'd be, yeah, I'm in. Are you kidding? In a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. I would be, I would murder whoever. I would jump off whatever cliff. I would get in a bear suit. I would have that piano string taken off my own head. Like, yes. Uh, <laughs> so any any upcoming projects you can talk about or it's all sort of close to the chest at the moment, is it? It's, you know, they're all pretty close to the chest at the moment. I did some commercials, but they probably won't air in Australia, sadly. No. <laughs> COVID was the only thing that I did <laughs> COVID was commercials, So, which was I felt lucky, but I'll send them to you. They're stupid. <laughs> Because you've done a few uh, commercials with um, Microsoft Xbox, haven't you? Or am yeah. I making that up? 
No, you're right. No. I've done a lot of commercials, like yeah. for Facebook and big lots and a bunch of stores. And the what are they Actually, like? Are they fun or are they a bit methodical or what? They're they're fun. They're and mm-hmm. a lot of them are really fun because it's they're like day players. So you just work one day and then you yeah. just like really high intensity and then you're done. Yeah. I I prefer working longer on something, but. You know, commercials are yeah. You know, that's the nature of the beast. Yeah, the nature of the business. I did do a movie that was produced by A twenty four called Laggies. Oh, that's <laughs> right. You, with an all star cast. Yeah, I did with Kira Knightley and Sam Sam Rockwell, Rockwell and, and far me. out. <laughs> were they as big back then, or is that they were? Weren't they? Yeah, they yeah, were. This yeah. is 2015, 2015. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. They're still yeah. I, it was so funny because I played Kira Knightley's best friend from high school in this movie. And they asked me to send pictures of my life so that they could, in the beginning of the movie, it's like a montage of pictures of us growing up. And I sent a picture of my husband's family and I on vacation and his mom is in a swimsuit and she's 60 years old. And they photoshopped Kira Knightley's head on his mom's body because his mom's oh body is, my is God. so hot. She's such a fit woman. Every time I go on vacation with them, I like lose weight because they love to work out. And I'm always like, I want to eat chips. What did she do when she saw that? She's so they love to jazzercise. Do you have that in Australia? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't personally do it, but yeah. (laughs) They love to do it. So we go jazzercising every time I visit them. And she tells every person. That's That's, just like, I would, I would. Kira Knightley's head is on no. my bathing suit body. And I'm always like, I mean, who cares about me in the movie? Let's talk about you. <laughs> Which was uh, really cool. Did you so you met all those guys as well on that? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Ellie Kemper was in it. We've remained friends. There's a lot of people that are, it was a really cool experience. It was one of my first big anything. And I just there was a, a moment where one of my first scenes, it's like Kira Knightley, Sam Rockwell walking up to me and, you know, we're, we're just kind of running the scene and then they set up the lighting and we take a second and I had to like go outside and pinch myself. And I was like, get it together, you bitch. <laughs> like, you've got this, like giving myself a pump up. So you were nervous. Was, yes. Oh my God. Uh, I, I rarely get nervous, but this was just, it was one of those moments where you had to go, this is something you've always wanted. Now enjoy every second and have so much fun and uh i it was such a privilege so you're proud how it turned out happy super proud super proud um we got to go to sundance and one of the director or the director of the film is lynn shelton and she she actually passed away during this last year um not from covid uh she had a blood disorder that she didn't know about but it was one of the bigger losses in my life. So I lost my friend Jeanette and then I lost Lynn two people that meant a lot to me Mm. in this world. And so hopefully going forward, I will continue to do work that would make them proud. That's kind of like Mm. how I look at things going forward and like projects I want to do because they both were so important to me in Mm. this space. And just to be like, it's for you, you know, Mm -hmm. this is, they were both so talented. They're both strong women, both from Seattle, both friends. So it's, yeah. Both helped you along the way, yeah. Of course. Both mm. made huge impacts in my career. Like, I would have never gone to Sundance and, like, become friends with Kira Knightley. And, like, you know, if it wasn't for these people who believed in my little quirky, weird talent. Like, yeah. <laughs> this weirdo, this goofball. 
That's amazing. So do you, yeah. as we wrap up here, do you have anything you want to say to the fans just quickly? Oh, my God. Eat your supper. I love you so much, you fucking little shit cocks. <laughs> no, I, I, I adore every single one of you. I adore the interactions. I love the memes. I love the art. Um, the fans of this game make it a good experience. Like we had a great experience mm. filming, blah, 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 but it is nothing compared to chatting with you all online, um, laughing, giving you any detail that would make it cooler for you to know about this game. So I thank you for loving the same things I love and becoming my friends. I truly feel like the fans of this game are my friends that I log onto Twitter and chat with every day and just have fun and share memes and they like pictures of Ruben and it just feels like they're family. So thank you. In my opinion, we're we're friends. Yes, We're, we're friends, Sarah. That's we're it. We're friends. I can't wait. You're going to be getting one of these in the mail. <laughs> I don't know what shipping will cost to Australia, but who cares? Uh, you got to come down here one day, hey? Well, yes. Down I've never under. been. Never been? Down. No, I've never been. And then I've heard only fun, great things. I've heard there are a lot of big bugs, but that would be fitting for Marguerite. So <laughs> well, they're look- my pretty. It's been an absolute pleasure. Um, guys, make sure you check out the live signing, which is happening in a couple of hours on yep. Sarah's IG, which is uh, Sarah underscore co? Uh, it's at Scotsy. It's S. At Scotsy, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Scotsy. Um Let me pop this in now for everybody. Yeah, I signed up for Instagram when I didn't know that you need like a name that <laughs> represents who you are. I was just like, oh, this is a fun, weird <laughs> social media problem. So none of my or none of my social media platforms have the same name. So it's kind of like oh, a little. Oh, that's all right. That's all fine. Right. It's just social media. Don't worry. Yeah, I guess. And get yourself a margarita. Baker a yeah. uh, print, hey? Eh? I might have to snag one myself, eh? And sometimes I make little bracelets and send them along with the prints. So <laughs> your supper, you know, just weird things I started doing during COVID. I started making uh, bracelets and stupid stuff. And I don't sell them. I just give them to people. And uh, oh, I've sweet. made a lot of people that say shitcock, you know, just... Murdoch here says, love you. Daniel, love you. Greenson, we love you too, Sarah. Gian, love you. And I hate your bad words too. <laughs> love your acting, Sarah. We love you, mum. Oh, <laughs> my babies. <laughs> now, be- play mother figures. before we um, wrap this one up, this is the moment we've been waiting for, the scolding of Dan Allen, the roasting <laughs> by Marguerite. This is, this is the Instagram clip, all right? So no pr- no pressure, but the the spotlight's on. Yes. Here we go. When you're ready. <clears throat> Quiet on set, please. Dan Allen, you fucking little shitcock. Get over here and eat your supper, or I will haunt your dreams, and I will chop off your head and feed it to my little pretties. Yes, my <laughs> and scene. And Thank scene. you. 
Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, expect to see that. To the little boy I screamed at earlier. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. That's so funny. Um, I hope that kid was like five just for the- two, five or six and he's oh, just- man, that's brilliant. All right. Well, it's been yeah. an absolute pleasure, Sarah. Thanks so much for coming on. And yes. I, I mean, the last 90 yeah. minutes has flown by. Flown. I had the best time. Thank you so much. And I will see everybody on the internet. Beautiful. All right. Take care. Thanks so much, Sarah. We really appreciate it. Bye.